Hello everyone, my name is Monica Kretschmer and I'm the founder and CEO of Universal Women's Network, Women of Inspiration Awards, and this is the Woman of Inspiration podcast, where we speak with women who are leading, inspiring, and motivating others to greatness. Now, these are the leaders that are ignoring the naysayers and inspiring others to dream big. So today is a very special guest with me. It is Nadia Manji. She is the CEO and founder of Profound Wellness, which is a mental health and wellness clinic. She is a transformational coach and a TEDx speaker. She is an author and a registered clinical hypnotherapist. And, you know, Nadia, it is such a great treat to have you today. I want to also mention that you are one of our 100 Women of Inspiration book contributors, which we're super excited to be, you know, women driving change coming out of COVID and out of this pandemic in this historical time. So we're so honored to have you part of this project and with us here today. Thank you, Monica. It's definitely my honor to be here and supporting all the women out there and being part of the wonderful women that we all have on this platform. So thank you so much for creating this opportunity. Well, thank you to have, uh, thank you for those kind words. And I am just going to jump right in. Now, this is the Women of Inspiration podcast and the women that we interview Every single woman has a story and you certainly have a story. I I think it's really interesting, you know, to see your journey and how you have transformed your own life and become this transformational coach. So I just want to start with, you know, let's start with your story. Um, You're in Calgary, Alberta, of course, but you didn't grow up here in Calgary. So maybe let's start right there as as a child and, and where you actually came from. Well, I'm, I was born in Karachi, Pakistan, and growing up there was, um, I'm born it's like in the times when it was hard, right? Think right now things are different, the world has evolved. But at that time, it was very different. Having to have a different dream, you were just restricted as a girl to be a doctor, to be a nurse, to be an engineer, and holding on to profession in the entrepreneurial home, household where my parents were both entrepreneurs. So. It was difficult to think out of the box because they would just say like, no, you cannot do that or it would not be accepted or you should think of something else. So there was a lot of influence. At the same time, there was freedom, but societal restrictions that what a girl should do was pretty, pretty dominant at that time when I was growing up. So my initial years, I spent there up to the age of 19 and then um, I educated. I was pretty smart at school so I went to university at a very young age at 17 I was just there and did my double major in biochemistry and physiology it was all science because that's how pre-medical students the education system over there you do your school grade 10 you go to college which is pre-med you do pre-medical pre-engineering or arts or commerce I went for pre-medical science I did my degree of physiology, biochemistry, and just like a good girl, like almost 20 as I graduated, 19 and a half-ish. And in three years, like it was honors, BSc honors done. And then I went to Kenya for holiday. So in Kenya, I met my husband. Yes, I was very young and it was just very fast. There was no pressure. I just got married. It just felt like he approached. It felt right. We both were young. So got married very young. So everything was on very fast track in my life. I, when I look back now that I did study 
much faster than other girls or students. I was like on a like roller coaster, right? Finished education, got married like at 20. And people might think that this cultural thing that you got married, but it wasn't the case in my scenario. In my case, I did get married because I met the right person and I wanted to be with him. So that's how my story started. But then marrying also in the entrepreneurial home was very familiar because my dad and mom were always working towards, they've seen failure, they bounced back, no money, bringing money. And then the same household I got into, the difference was the society that the society where I grew up was really restricted for girls, their thought process. But the society in Kenya, because it's multicultural, it was more open and freedom society. So there my voice was heard. And because I grew up in entrepreneurial background, I had understanding, I had resilience. So my in-laws appreciated my wisdom and I was given opportunity to be participative in business. That was the difference. So that gave me a lot of confidence. And at that time, you know, you're your early 20s, you're lost. You don't know what you're doing in life. So I just went by the flow. But I knew that I know I've come from science background, but I grew up in business. So it was kind of like informative package I had that I knew that I could do something in life as life takes me through and I will go along. And then spiritually also, I was very intuitive. So every part was playing up at that time and I was supporting my husband. And even in, at that time, I did not know what my life purpose is going to be. So I just went along, said, okay, let's be support because he has his dream and let's support his goal. Let's support his dream. And there also we met a lot of unfortunate events that um, the uh, banks collapsed and we lost money and we had to go down and rise above, move from one town to the other, losses and bouncing back, losses and bouncing back. And this whole journey was building me up. Now, when I see that, when I look back, I don't think I would have been a great transformative coach if I wouldn't have gone through what I went through at that time. Because, you know, when you come from a very secure home or household and when you get into married into even like a big financial secure uh, family and then when you lose everything and then you just in your 20s and you feel like, what am I going to do? But at that time, your resilience shows up and now when you go ahead in life and i would tell everybody who's listening that when you go ahead in life and you look back you'll definitely agree that you had to go through certain things to be here today be it your business failure marriage failure educational failure that failure that we hold on to actually is the foundation of the success that you're going to have it in the future so that's how my story began and i actually found that okay while helping my husband and while having this spiritual understanding and having to understand how the dynamics work in business because i'd already seen my parents building and rebuilding and falling and rising above so it contributed quite a bit and i saw that my importance was increasing in my husband's life and in my family that okay she's contributive and i found my leadership skills there that i do have some leadership skills to lead, but still it was quite waned. I did not know that if I wanted to run a business or if I wanted to do a role, go back to school. And in the midst of that, I'm having kids as well. So as becoming a mother and then being there as a wife, as a daughter-in-law, as a mother, as a woman of my own to, to hold myself was, was really, really challenging. And then in, in, in the 90s, when, when my kids were born, 
I was myself a very young mom. And I said, okay, um, it, it's just a journey. It's again a project. Let's take it as a project because I still don't know what do you do because people ask, what do you do? Like, mm, I would just say, well, I helped my husband in business. <laughs> like, I did not know what I to say that what I was doing in life. And then I came across this amazing um, energy work. You know, it was science and it, it attracted me with that intuitiveness. And then this desire to contribute financially towards the family. Because I was very contributive with my mental and emotional way that I was supporting the family. I was very important uh, person in the family that they would give me respect and love and very loving home. At the same time, you want to financially contribute, which is out of the box and you want to build yourself. And the desire that I had always as a young girl that I want to do something on my own, but at the same time, not hurting anyone at the same time, managing all your responsibilities. And you're still in your late 20s. Nobody takes you seriously. <laughs> says, okay, she's going to do something so i came across this energy work and then i said this could be the possibility of the journey to put my science education or my uh, my business understanding or my spiritual understanding there could be something that i can explore so i dived into it i learned i practiced i started doing it from home helping people and then when we changed town after town it's like life was carving this path for me that this is how you're going to help people so it was still it's the journey that's what people say trust the journey and what i was going through in that journey was very powerful when i look back that your path chooses you you know that you're going on it just believe in it the trust trust into divine trust into your abilities and you're going to find shaping it up it's like when you start pottery you have the clay and when you're doing and you break and you make and you break and you make and you try to build this shape and you get frustrated at times and you restart but you know the goal that you want to end up making a pot that's your goal so it doesn't matter how many times you break it but you're making a pot and not giving up that's the spirit so I went into I went into that journey. I went along that and I followed the path and then I said, okay, I'm gonna contribute this way, whatever I can towards my family, towards my kids. And in that journey, I didn't realize how I began to coach people about life or do this or don't you sh this is the option or probably I tried this this might work for you or pray this or try this technique or this uh, this uh, suggestion and then people started coming like you're an amazing life coach and then that's like I was hearing consistently in 2003 2004 and I said okay this seems like something interesting I can I can look into it, <laughs> but I still continued my intuitive healing and intuitive business and tried to sell candles. You know, it's this all journey. You're trying everything as an entrepreneur. And if you come from that background, you want to make sure that you have a revenue coming up. It's what the word you will hear in entrepreneur home is revenue. That word was like, what's the revenue? What's the revenue? <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's try this and try to bring more changes and then that made me i went into learning environment to how to do environmental coaching to make it successful i went more into emotional learning energy learning and knowing the science background helped and then i could feel that it's good i studied science that i have an understanding of the physical body it was an interesting journey and in the middle of that we are still having our challenges of financial and still like okay life is taking me somewhere and then this opportunity to move to canada came Amazing. So I want to start back to, you know, you talk about your intuitiveness. And I know that from, you know, the listeners met and 
may not know about this, but I'd like you to really share a little bit about when did you actually know that you had this special gift? And at that time, did you actually think or believe it was special or did you hide it? Well, this is a very good question and I'm so grateful that I'm on this platform to share with women who will understand me and relate to me because I, as I say that I was born in a society where this word was going to be taking you to straight to the the label of psychological disorder <laughs> if you tell people that you're seeing things or you're feeling beyond they are not going to accept you as normal so fear of rejection was very high because I was sensitive I was at eight, age eight when first I realized it that I could sense way more feel way more than other people i felt gosh helpless huge so helpless kind of things like how would how did you did did you talk to your parents about this i, I went mean, to my mother i went to my mom. i went to my mom and i said well i'm sensing this that this is going to happen or i'm sensing that this person is not good or i get a good bad vibe or um, i don't like this house i don't want to go to that person's house and every time there was resistance from my mother what are you getting into you're a smart kid can you put your mind into education and what are these all things you're getting into and it was so frustrating to be honest that's the right word frustrating like i was struggling that yes i know i can learn i can but this is something unique that i'm sensing people and i can help them i can tell them what to do and don't do this or do that and then the word was scary that my my mom said like people will call you psychic and that's not acceptable because you are not going to be finishing education or in this society if you're going to marry people will judge you i don't want this nonsense she was pretty scared at that time she did, we didn't get along but now i understand why she was so scared because it's daughter it's the muslim society it's it's the the cultural boundaries are so tough there that freedom was not the word and especially if being a girl you have that you've had it and maybe she didn't have that much education to understand to nurture my gift like all this i understand now to be honest at that time i did not so i felt that i was sensing energies seeing auras seeing colors mm. it was very um it was very very challenging to see two worlds like this is some people doing this and i'm seeing this why am i seeing difference like do i have a lens problem like my lens is a problem or what <laughs> so when my aunt and she was very spiritual and she told me that you have a gift mm. and you have to protect this gift Thank goodness for your auntie. Exactly. You have a gift you have to protect and you will only reveal when you feel safe. And that helped me. And that brought me back to my education that my mother wanted me to be a doctor. But as I say the path chooses you. I had the grades, I had the brains to be a doctor. I had to be uh, in a medical field, but my path wasn't that. That wasn't my path. Mm -hmm. I knew that something different is going to come, but I trusted the journey. I pivot myself to the circumstances that was super flexible and adaptable that okay this is my parents home and then when I married it very a lot of freedom and then the interesting part happened when I got married and I would say certain things and my husband noticed that that's pretty intuitive like how did you know or how did you figure this out that there's something wrong in that and I said well just just like that I just felt it and when things happen repeatedly my in-laws noticed as well and then my in-laws one day we were having dinner and they said oh, look we noticed this and it's your safe place like 
what's going on we don't see what you see what what, what is it how do you know this and then i cried and i said well, you're not going to judge me or and my father would say why would i not we would not accept you 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 are born with a gift and you want to help people you should help people with this and that was like i kept it that when opportunity will come and that's when the energy business which i say that the energy part when i went to learn reiki or anything with energy that just collaborated that okay now this intuitive gift can be utilized here not in business but yes it can add additional value in business so and let me ask you something a um hypnotherapist describe yes. a little bit about that to educate the viewers um to make everybody including myself um what yes. what really is a hypnotherapist a and hypnosis. how do you bridge your intuitiveness into into this with this and and could you be a hypnotherapist even without intuitive gifts yes. Yes, yes, of course. So here's the thing that when the journey started, the energy business started, the life coaching part came in and when we moved to Canada and I structured my business to life coaching, that was the goal coming back. I actually started going on this path and I felt that people were getting the intuitive guidance, people were getting the life coaching, but they were still stuck. Something was needed. So usually they, you they would go for therapy or they would go to get something and then people have this notion of not going to psychologists because there will be labels. So there was a gap. So I started reading about it that what is the unconscious mind, the conscious mind and the unconscious mind phenomena. And that's when I realized that being a coach and, and a healer, what I can additional add value to people is being a therapeutic alliances that I can bring in, in in the process. So I chose clinic and hypnotherapy versus psychology or being a psychologist so I can help you relax like a meditative state. Hypnotherapy is a relaxed state of mind where you're in full control of yourself, yet your body sleeps, but your mind makes the changes and shifts. Mm. So your unconscious oh, cool. creates, unconscious, it's very neat. If the unconscious believes what you heard, uh, what, what you adapted physically, mentally, emotionally, society, socially, you've taken those beliefs and you made that your reality. So no matter how much healing someone's doing, no matter how much coaching someone's giving you, no matter how many books you're reading, no matter how much you're listening motivational talks every day, you won't change or shift. So that piece was missing. And I wanted to do it registered way so I can actually officialize it. So I went for a registered clinic hypnotherapy by Arch Canada. And that's how my journey when I did after writing my book, when I wrote my book, and I said that what's missing piece was just like the pop-up on my email. It was like on, on through Facebook, I got that this is hypnotherapy and I just got interested and I searched and I said, no, I want to do it properly where I can combine the medical clinical aspect of it so people can feel safe that they are allowing someone to work on them. So anxiety, depression, PTSD, chronic pain. There's so much that we go through physically because body remembers everything. You may forget in your little brain that what you did at the age of four, but your body experienced it. So your body knows everything and your unconscious mind keeps all the files. So when you are stuck and you cannot recall, you need a clinical hypnotherapist if you can connect with one to help you dive into those areas to get you out. So NLP, hypnotherapies, I'm also an NLP master. So all this um, education helped me to structure my gift. And that's how I carved my path or, or path curved me, carved me, is that I just found one after the other. It was just like a 
like a path I had to follow from the from the intuition to the to the science to the business to the healing then to the coaching and then to the therapy so it's kind of like a whole journey that's where it's a complete transformative experience my clients have with me uh, because of the experiences I've had 18 years of experience um, I have uh, with me to to help people and I'm very passionate about it that I can help you in your businesses or in your life wherever you feel that you're stuck you're lost or you're confused and I think that's really interesting for people to realize is that you know um, you said something really interesting you can read the books you can have the positive mindset but unless you go back and reprogram some of these barriers or tragedies in your yes. life is it quite similar to the EDMR? Uh, e e MRD. Yeah, yes. It e is. M am I saying it correctly? EMDR. Yeah, EMDR. Yes, something like it, it's the technique that they do with the uh, mind or tapping technique. But hypnotherapy is more about relaxation. So you go into sleep because hypnosis word is from Greek word sleep. That's where it started. So you go into consciously sleep, but you're unconsciously awake. Yet you know consciously what's happening to you. So people have that you're going to click me like a chicken. No, you exactly know where you are, what you're doing, and you feel it. There's certain things you forget, but your unconscious conscious mind addresses everything. And, and the transformation is phenomenal. It's unbelievable, like people who would be stuck to the trauma or past memory or anything, and they would transform. Oh my God, I no longer feel that. Instead of going and rewinding and going and taking responsibility, stepping out and saying, no, I have to let it go. But how? Everywhere it will tell you, let it go, let it go. But how? Tell me, how do I let it go? And so... How that is really interesting. I just want to say about the business, you know, I mean, when you're working with clients, you work with clients to help them overcome all sorts of um, barriers. But, you know, as an entrepreneur myself and looking at the businesses and in, in the entrepreneurial journey, there's so many roadblocks that people come up against and some are not able, able to get past mm -hmm. the roadblocks, right? So this is a, a great way for them to great way. remove those barriers that subconsciously are existing for them. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Subconsciously, if they can believe that they have money beliefs or they have beliefs about performance. See, high performance is a very, very instrumental thing for any entrepreneur or executive. Everything is based on performance. If you perform, your leadership stands out, your work gets done, your deadlines, everything is about performance. And what is the biggest roadblock in performance is stress, coping mechanism. And these areas, you need some kind of relaxation, release, or unblocking, or rewiring, reprogramming. That is what is going to take you to the next level. Mm. And that's what inspired me to be a clinical hypnotherapist. Like I had have a great fan following around the world that people refer me to people. But every time when I hit the roadblock, I had to bring in this. And now my passion is to give executives, leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs or celebrities to to work through the performance with mental health. With the help of so i really am big on mental health that once your mind is relaxed 
once you let go of all that no longer serves you, you're going to attract the right people. You're going to build right teams. You're going to have that that law of attraction working for you because you're no longer carrying the garbage. You're no longer carrying that energy in you. Once you release that, then your business, you grow. So high performance, when it comes to high performance, your mental health is super, super important. And that's my lesson for all the entrepreneurial women or executive women who are here are going to be listening or even men, that you need to work in your mind. Because mind controls the body and brain controls the mind, right? So whenever you are aligned with your mind, you will be. You will be totally aligned. So mind controls the brain, brain controls the body. So mind is the five senses. Your five senses, your experiences, and that controls the brain and the brain eventually controls the body. So we hypnotherapy takes you into the mind, let go of all the experiences so your brain functions properly. When your brain is aligned, then your body will absolutely. That's why weight loss or getting ideal body weight or self-image or business success or money beliefs or whatever your relationship beliefs are. Every area of your life can be transformed with this technique. Well, I think that is so fascinating and I'm so happy that you had the opportunity to share that and for the listeners, um, you know, for you to share your knowledge. And I really think that um, the career path that you took to get there, like you said, it's about a journey. It's finding out your purpose. I know that we have our peer-to-peer jams and the, and the girls are, you know, 14, 15 and they're stressed out because they don't know what their purpose is yet or what they're supposed to do when they grow up but really it's going to reveal itself and just be aware of your gifts aware of your talents and I and I can probably guarantee there was no job posting for a transformational coach and a clinical (laughs) hypnotherapist with a side of intuition on any sort of applications that you would have come across so you know being open to really carve your own path as a woman um, is going to be super important and it's not the typical roles you know there's doctor there's you know some lawyer there's specific industries that have you know um you know leadership roles but you know there is other options for people that have gifts um, yes. and, and special healing abilities like yourself to navigate through that are going to help support the other professions. Yes. And business owners have a big responsibility in terms of society or culture that we are producing a service. And when you're producing a service, you have to be really aligned with your values. And those values can be blocked if, if they are not aligned with the beliefs. So that's where in my other book, which was uh, recently um, we published the Crack the Rich Code, I have a chapter there and it was an international bestseller. And I wrote my chapter about emotional intelligence is that how you can be, you can having your values in your business or you want to great build your businesses or your structures, but your foundation is your belief system. If that belief system has in pesticides or insects, you're never going to build a strong foundation. So that's where um, all this mental health, emotional intelligence, high performance, and that's what I focus on. And that's my passion that how I, and I want to inspire all women that if you have a gift, even if you feel like you have a gift to talk to children properly, that's a gift. If you have a gift to help divorce women, you have a gift. Don't let it go to waste. 
make sure that you educate yourself. Gift alone cannot serve you if you've not carved it. Carving is you, you're, you're born unique. You're born with a gift, but your ability to carve is you. My dad always said one thing, and I always share this, that when I was young and I went to him and I said, dad, I need this, I need this. And when I say, I want this and I want this, and he would laugh. And he, he would say that, sweetheart, whatever you need as your dad, I'll give you because all your needs will be fulfilled because I'm your father, I'm your parent. I will always give you what you need. But whatever you want, you will have to do it yourself. Mm. So whatever you want, you'll have to create it. It's never given. You've got to be committed. you got to be determined. you got to be focused so you can create it. So focus on your wants because need people will support you who love you. Need your parents will give you. Your spouses will give you if you're lucky. Your children will give you if you're fortunate and they are build up that your family dynamics are designed. But even if you don't have, you still have a hope with your want. You so still let me have ask that. you, let me ask you something. Um, what are some of your go-to hacks that you have personally for staying motivated? Because, you know, you are the businesswoman and, you know, we're not, um, you know, your creator of, of your path, but we're all human. So what are some of those go-to hacks that you yourself use when you get stuck? See, for me, one of the most important thing is faith. I'm a person of faith. I connect to the creator. I believe in my life purpose. That was my first goal. No matter how tough things got or they still do, I surrender and accept and I say divine as that show me the way. So my my connection with the creator or universe or God or whatever you say, that has been the fundamental most important thing in my journey of success. Second is that I always have a big vision, but I look at small steps. I always know where I want to get. I clarify, though it changes here and there, but end goal, I know what I want to do, where I want to reach, and it gets more clearer and clearer. And as I go along, I put baby steps that today I can do this because we have other things. As an entrepreneur, executive woman, you don't have to feel sacrificing your time with your children all the time or your family, or you feel guilty after that. Those are those are the roadblocks of your belief system because you're gonna say like, oh, I made money, but now my child is not doing well. And then hold that guilt of your success you're not gonna enjoy. So I embraced everything when I had to show up as a mother or as a business person. So have big vision and small goals, baby steps, one after the other. It may take time, but you will get there. There's no rat race. There is no, that you have to rush. Make sure that you're fulfilled because if you are full, you'll fill others. If you don't fill yourself, you are not gonna fill others. So that's number two. And number three that I really, really believe is accountability. You have to be accountable for your dreams. Nobody is going to Nobody is going to come and tell you, yes, let me support your dream. Let me support you here. Let me do this for you. That is that is the road for failure. You're going you're gonna to crush down. No one's helping me. No one's supporting me. It's important to ask for help. If I am thirsty and I'm just going to be, you're not going to know I'm thirsty. If I ask you I'm thirsty, you're going to give me, can I get you a glass of water? So you have to be accountable that, yes, I'm accountable for my success, but I am also willing to be vulnerable to go and ask for help. So those were the things which really helped me that I always had faith, have faith. I never give up on my faith. However, life gets tough for faith, faith, faith. 
no matter what because faith is intangible there's no proof for it but it exists just like air when it comes to big goals or big vision versus small goals it gives you it builds resilience it builds you to be the person you're meant to be maybe you may take a little longer but you'll still reach there that doesn't mean you were slower or weaker or not smarter it's just that you had other important things to take care of while living your dreams and the third is accountability that be accountable for your dreams no one is going to hold it you got to own it you got to live it you got to execute it but must remember to be accountable of your feelings so you can be vulnerable to reach out because mm. if you don't nobody's going to do it for you so that leads me to my next question which you probably have just already answered but what are some of the things that you look to or look or that inspire you about other female leaders a woman who is a warrior spirit and still compassionate mm. that is something very inspiring for me like michelle obama like she's gone through her challenges and she still found a way through and motivate people she's not after the title she's not after where she's going after she's a warrior spirit with a lot of compassion and that's what i want to represent so for me that's what inspires in a woman that somebody who has been through a lot in life but still didn't give up in, on her dream she still is a warrior she's still a fighter but didn't become bitter and still be able to love and care so important that's so important and is there a special woman or um you know it's a woman of inspiration podcast so um is there a woman that inspires you to um forge ahead to you know continue to um create magic in your world every woman to be honest every woman when i see that she's trying to make and do her best i see that quality and i see every female and i get inspired but michelle obama is obviously i i have really admired her spirit to be having to be the the american yes and fighting for the beliefs that she has um oprah winfrey is another one like so many great females that i can say that they have contributed towards to build the world and universe but to me you are also i'm inspired by you too everything you do the way you've built this up like look at your journey everything you still stayed you have your challenges monica and i'm sure you go through your challenges nobody knows they see this woi thing and emails coming and events are happening and following up it requires courage and that inspires me any woman who has the courage to go after doing something and expanding from her comfort zone that inspires me so it's not particular woman but yes i idolized uh, michelle obama my mother in law is one woman that she 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 taught me a lot my mother so there are so many females wonderful females that i i see around that it's very hard to point at one that yes i'm role modeling this woman i'm modeling every woman who inspires me with every small littlest actions of hers that knowing that what journey you've been through if she can do it i can do it too mm. and if, i think that's if, a beautiful i i'm just going to say that is a beautiful way because that is one question that everybody's asking is what when they see women of inspiration they're like you know am i woman of inspiration and so i believe that everyone every woman has the ability to inspire, inspire. someone do you agree Absolutely. 
Yes, that's what I feel. Every woman, like my mother-in-law, she taught me. She wasn't educated, but she was so street smart. How she handled, how she communicates, how she she holds the situation. My mother, how hardworking, and she never stops, and she believes that you keep going. And like so many amazing women, I have come across a woman who who supported me when I didn't believe in myself, when I lost hope in my business, and she says, "No, I'll support you." And she stood up by me, and she believed in my talent. She always gave me opportunity. There was another female entrepreneur who would come. I would charge her hourly rate, and she would always increase my hourly rate. And she says, "That's your worth." And when she started, I would ask everybody to pay, and there was no issue. So there's so many. Amazing women I've met, and I still continue to meet because when I see someone who's going through it and how they come out of it, just being a woman is inspiration. To be honest, that's how I look at it. To me, every woman is an inspiration. I don't know if that answers um, if you're looking for some specific person, but I think every woman for me is is a warrior, is a compassion because she can fight for everything, and she, yet she's so loving and affectionate to give. So that's how I look at it, and you are one of them, Monica. <laughs> Well, thank you. I really do appreciate that, and I think that is a wonderful thing. I mean, um, women have so much to give, and yeah. we are definitely—I believe that this is the decade for women. We're yes. just coming out of the pandemic, and you know, you and I both know that women have been hit the hardest. Um, and really, we're the ones driving the change. And mm -hmm. so, I think this is a really empowering time. So, for the women listening, they're like, you know, like, own your story, own your strengths, own, own yeah. your gifts. And you know what? The cool thing is, it's like half of the women, more than half the women, um, don't even know the power that they are, the ripple effect they're creating to inspire mm -hmm. others, right? So just be aware of that, right? It's like you never know who you're inspiring. Who? And please tell them. Make sure when you see something, please tell them because you don't know that two words of your encouragement can change that person's life. If you just tell them you're so good at placing the flowers, that can be the future florist that never thought that she can be and contribute towards the family. Just the way when I was lost and I did not know how I can financially contribute, I was intuitive. I went onto that journey and I found my path. That oh, this can bring some income to me to feel that I'm contributing towards my family or my children or the growth of my collective growth of my family. So never ever miss an opportunity to address an inspiring moment. If you meet anybody, even if she is. Your house help or a cleaner. If you see something nice in her, tell her because she can be the future entrepreneur woman who will build this cleaning business and will remember you. That somebody told me that that I am good at running this and I can really run this business well. So and make worth. sure you. It's about worth and it's about value and it's about being seen and it's about being heard and. You know, I, I'm just so blessed to be surrounded by such women like yourself that are on path, um, that are willing to share their wisdom, um, embrace sharing, you know, the struggles as well, because that's really important. We all go through struggles. Absolutely. That's what does build our foundation. Absolutely. I know that it's also important, you know, um, in the Universal Women's Network is we talk about support hers. And so that is also really important is to talk about our male allies. So, you know, who are some of the support hers in your world? Um, because we know that we don't do it alone. My husband. 
<laughs> my husband is one of my uh, hero my dad males have like my i have had amazing people that support my friends but the greatest support i've had from him is that the freedom the freedom he gave and ability to make decisions and saying go for it and it's okay at the end of the day you'll only fail and learn i i have your back just when someone's telling you i have your back um i think this is like i would love to acknowledge my husband because without his support i don't think i would be here he believes in me he believes uh, in my entrepreneurial spirit he tells me i'm spontaneous I'm a good decision maker and calculative. All the good validations have come from him. My dad, every time he says I'm super proud of you, how intelligent you are. My boys, my three sons, they always I'm their inspiration. So I'm surrounded by a lot of male energy. At the same time, my mother-in-law, she's a fantastic woman. Um I have a great relationship with her. My mother, my sister, my brother, my brother's wife. So it's kind of like a support family and some amazing great friends. who i have few but they're amazing they are the ones i can be vulnerable with i don't have to prove it to anyone if you have just few people around you i call it an orbit you know it's like orbit of the atom if you see the orbit you have layers of orbit just look around who are the people in your first orbit then there is a second then there's a third so you you expand and that's your boundary that's your foundation and that's what you treasure and everybody who has supported you acknowledge make sure you acknowledge that because the more you acknowledge them the more world will acknowledge you well i think that's really great i choose to say i say inner circle so and i'm right on path with you about that inner circle there are yes. just the people it's non-judgmental and yes. um they've seen you fall they've seen you rise they've seen you succeed and they're with you on the journey for sure. So thank you so much and count that I I hope that your husband and your family is listening um because that is a really great way of sort of, you know, saying thank you and um showing your support for them supporting you really. Yeah. But that's so, that's the truth, right? That's the truth that the way people say behind every successful woman there's a there's a man or a woman about uh, behind every successful man there's a woman absolutely behind every successful woman there has to be a loving and caring male energy whether it's your father whether it's your husband whether it's your brother some male energy which validates you and that's a fact you can see women supporting you you can say all the women will do but you do need that male energy to give you that shadow to give you that comfort to give you that and believing that you're giving the back to them not only that they are superior but that you're also giving them back and then making you feel whole and complete and that's extremely important so value any energy around you it's not only about women but value male energy around you even if it's your male friend even if it's your ex boyfriend or any boyfriend anybody who contributed make sure you acknowledge i'm big on acknowledgement i feel like when you acknowledge someone universe showers acknowledgement at you because the more you give the more you get So Amazing. support her for me is all the females all my best friends all the people who have me have seen me on my low days accept me who how I am and not judging me that oh you are today you are low tomorrow you're going to be ba- back and that's what i hear from all of them that Nadia you're going to go through yeah i hear you you're having a bad day cry out have a coffee and get up next day and you're good so i think that's what it's important that you acknowledge 
Well, I think those are great um, lessons and words of wisdom. And before we wrap up today, I know that this is a favorite question that I like to ask all of the women of inspiration is what is one daily routine that you, that is a non-negotiable in your life that has contributed to your success? I have two. So I'll say one is gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. There's never anything that I don't say gratitude for every experience. And second is love. I don't miss out on giving love to people I, I am surrounded with. That is without fail. I just want to go tell them I love you. I I reach out even if my kids or my husband. Those are my two routines are non-negotiable because that's what kept me going. Uh, money came, went, I built there were mistakes made, everything. But these two things, the gratitude in that moment and giving love, because the more I gave, the more came back to me. Mm-hmm. So love people around you. Never miss a chance to say, I love you to people you love. You never know when can that be the last time. Mm-hmm. So make so sure those are unnegotiable for me, gratitude and, and love. So as we wrap up i think that is a really incredible way of wrapping up um what a beautiful interview thank you so much for sharing all of your gifts um your career path um you know your words of wisdom with our listeners today um where can people get a hold of you nadia if they want to they're like hey this is what i really need how can they get a hold of you so they can go to Profan Wellness website. They will. They can book an appointment with me. They can also visit Nadia Manji and reach out to me. They can buy my book, Searching for Balance. And uh, they can also book a clarity call for 30 minutes that they can get an idea if they need it or not. If that's something they're looking for, I'm happy to help them. They can watch my TED Talk. Um, and they can reach out and listen to that, that my, my perspective on balance and life. So yeah, these are many, some resources that they can Instagram, they can follow me. I put every day something small, short, sweet, um, and then people find it very relatable. Whatever I post on Instagram, LinkedIn, all the platforms of social media, they can. Awesome. Well, it has been a true pleasure and I'm really excited for um, our book, 100 Women of Inspiration book to come out in the fall and of course we have the 2021 roadshow which we are driving change um across canada in the fall so i'm so excited excited. super excited to have you a part of that and um we look forward to celebrating you and um you know continuing to spread the journey and to help support other women so thank you nadia so much for being a guest on our podcast today Thank you, Monica, for this great opportunity. And thank you to all the women of inspiration. Thank you, Nadia.